What is up? My name is Kevin Wu and I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get abs for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Lift Inspire Podcast. Today I talk all about HIT training. So what is HIT training? Should you do HIT training? How much of it should you do it? And also, what are the benefits? Let's dive in. What is up? What is up? We are talking about HIT training today. So, HIT training. One of my clients requested this topic, showing me going over it. Now, what is HIT training first? It's basically high intensity interval training. You gotta do this pretty much with the cardio side of things or with your actual weight training side of things uh, to a certain kind of extent. It's more towards, actually, no, I'm gonna call that more towards the cardio because you guys are doing, like, let's say, kettlebell swings. Or you guys are doing, let's just say, uh, I wouldn't do it like dumbbell rows or barbell bench press or anything like that, but kettlebell swings, rope things like the ropes, like the waving ropes, alternating ropes, or like a med ball slam, something like that. You guys could do the hit on that end. You can actually classify it more towards the cardio because the whole goal with more hits is to really kind of elevate the heart rate in a really high kind of manner. So hit training is high intensity interval training. Basically, we're going to be doing some intervals like one minute as fast as you can or as hard as you can, giving your all. Then like 30 seconds pretty much or 60 seconds, you're going light and you're kind of just recovering in that one minute. Then you go again. You're doing this for like usually 10 intervals. It's like one minute, let's just say, of running on the treadmill, then one minute of jogging or walking, and then one minute run, one minute jog. Then you do that for like five or 10 intervals or something like that. So that's what HIT training is. Now, a lot of people think this is the absolute end all and be all for fat burning this is the absolute best way now i do recommend hit training for some people some people i don't now what i mean by this is hit training is great especially definitely gonna burn more calories a minute for a minute than let's just say if you went on a walk on the treadmill right and most people associate yes more calories equals more calories well, more calories burn equals better fat loss and yes that's true to a certain extent but with HIIT training, it actually takes a lot to, to actually um, recover from. So if you guys just do like a casual walk outside or walk on the treadmill, it's not going to impact your recovery. But if we're doing HIIT cardio itself, HIIT training, that's going to impact your recovery. And your recovery is very important because if your body's not fully recovered in that kind of sense, it's going to have a hard time, let's just say, rebuilding those kind of um, like those hormone side of things because it can impact your sleep. Your muscles can be so more sore and you're not going to be able to push as hard for your other kind of training. And you might feel more fatigued, get more sick more often, uh, feel more lethargic like throughout the weeks or the days itself because your body's not recovered in that kind of sense. So your mu- muscle tissues definitely take take a bigger role when it comes to HIIT training. And we have to really kind of monitor this, monitor this accordingly and kind of plan it your training accordingly to as well. If you guys aren't getting good sleep right now, you're tra- you're let's say your diet's not that very great, you don't really get as much protein, having struggle with that, and I would definitely not incorporate HIT because you're even going to put yourself in a further place to, and also let's say stress levels too as well, because you have chronically higher stress. Well, guess what? Your recovery is going to be impeded too as well. So HIT cardio might not be the answer for you. But let's just say your diet was on point, your sleep's pretty great, you're getting adequate protein, your stress levels are monetary, you know, like medium or kind of low in that sense. Um, well, actually, let's check out those other two. Your stress levels are, uh, I would say medium. I don't know, high stress, I don't really, mm, high stress is kind of defined by person to person because everybody kind of defines stress in the relatively different kind of levels. So that's kind of hard to kind of say, but let's just say it's a moderate stress, 
but your protein is good, uh, your, your nutrition is good, your sleep's good, and adding in some hit workouts like some hit cardio, maybe like two times a week, one time a week kind of starting off, that's what I would recommend, one time a week starting off, then adding it to two, then like three, wouldn't do really think anything more than that because it's just going to impact your recovery too, too much. We can't recover enough. So there's one thing that really struck me. It was overtraining is not really um, – it's hard to do. Overtraining is hard to do, but under-recovery is very common, right? Because recovery side of things is something that's super important. Now, some people recover better than others uh, due to genetic kind of standpoint, but most of your recovery is going to come from great sleep. Like, you guys can quality sleep, like deep sleep itself, where um, – because there's different stages of sleep. There's, like, light sleep where you're just kind of laying down. Um, there's REM sleep, deep sleep, and like different other cycles I forgot, but basically deep sleep is where you get most of the actual recovery side of things and where your hormones are actually more so released, like your human growth hormone, your testosterone get produced in that stage the most. And those are all hormones that are going to help your body recover to and grow those muscles uh, the best. So I know that's quite a bit, but going back to the workout side of things, if you guys just do it like once a week, let's say, cause you guys are, um, um, trying to lose as much weight as you can, it can definitely be beneficial, right? Because another great thing about HIT, it brings your heart rate to like heart rate levels that you probably never really do in normal day-to-day life or kind of ever. It brings it to like almost not the max, but at a very high rate. And training your body and training your heart to get up to that stages can be very beneficial in terms of health-wise, but also cardiovascular like health and endurance-wise because your heart is not really used to being at those such high levels. And now they're introducing it and pushing it to those high levels. It's going to want to adapt and get better and pump out oxygen more efficiently and pump like your blood more efficiently. So your beats per minute from a day-to-day standing, resting, all beats per minute standpoint is going to be lower, right? Because, uh, you know, generally the lower heart rate, your resting heart rate, that is right, the better. Right, that means your heart is more efficient. If you guys let's just say, I think it was like 72 beats per minute, that's average, something like that. But if it's like 100 beats per minute, then that's bad, right? That's very bad because your body is pumping a lot and your your heart's basically taking a toll, right? If you want to bring that down, really bring your do some hit cardio and train that heart so it's like, hey, um, we're gonna put it to we'll stress it to a high point so it can be more efficient kind of day to day and bring it down. Let's say your heart rate, new heart rates after a couple months is only 60 beats per minute. That's gonna be more quote unquote healthy. But hit cardio will burn more calories minute for minute and also throughout the day, uh, versus the list cardio, so that's low intensity steady state. Now, one thing about hit is pretty cool, it's called your epoch effect. Such exercise post-oxygen consumption. Basically, even after you do your, say, you hit cardio, you're running on the treadmill, your cycles over there. Even after that, your body's going to burn more calories overall spread through the day because it's going to need the energy demand, right? So it's going to need time to recover too as well. Um, and basically, kind of, it's going to have an elevated heart rate after that. But now, one of the problems and one of the research studies showed too as well that it's almost kind of counter- Acts it because the people that do hit cardio in the sense of just looking for a calorie kind of standpoint usually tend to move less throughout the day versus like let's say somebody like list cardio just like they still walk on the treadmill they'd be walking and doing their normal kind of activity but as in like neat levels your neat levels are your non-exercise activity thermogenesis so let's just say to make it really simple both people did like ten thousand steps per day before doing hit or list cardio and then one person added hit cardio and then they burn more calories during the workouts and then after that, their steps per day dropped down to 7,000 and they weren't aware of that because they weren't really tracking. And then the other person just did a walk for like the 30 minutes, same basic time frame as the person that's hit cardio. 
and then they set for day were 10,000 overall for the day because um, he was still moving the same. So that's generally what I kind of mean is people that do hit cardio generally um, kind of move less throughout the day itself. It's sub- subconsciously and people who do less cardio in itself, they pretty much move the same as kind of before and it's not really affected basically that. So hopefully that makes sense. And overall the calories kind of burn spread through the day between those two versus cardio end up being the same. That's what the studies kind of show. But let's just say if you did hit cardio side of things, and then you looked at your steps and you're paying attention to your steps per day, because it's one metric I like to track, and you made a conscious effort to make sure, let's say you kept getting that 10,000. Well, guess what? If you did hit cardio, but also you kept up the steps, then you're burning definitely more calories than the person who did the list cardio overall for the day. And also you spent less, well, the same amount of time on the actual cardio machine as a list person, but you just exerted more effort. So that's pretty much hit cardio kind of in a nutshell. I would definitely not do more than three sessions a week itself. You can start off with like the cycling. That's personally where I like to go on my hit cardio itself, where I do like 30 seconds starting off all out sprints on a cycle, like a spin bike. You can turn up the resistance to like level 11 or something like that. Basically enough so it doesn't go flying. And then you crank it down for the 60 seconds light pedal. And then you do that again and again. And I personally like to start off like 10 intervals. So that's 30 seconds on, six seconds off, light pedal, 10 intervals. That's 15 minutes right there. That's the starting point where you guys could do that. And I would generally do it on a day that you do upper body training and not, not your lower body because that's going to impact recovery even more. And especially, especially if you do it before you work out, which I never recommend ever recommend doing cardio pretty much before you work out, unless your goals are to pretty much just gain endurance side of things that's your main goal, then I recommend in that case. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast episode today and take care. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Live to Inspire podcast, the number one podcast for men in their 20s trying to lose weight and get abs the first time. My mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves through fitness. So if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time, then DM me the words abs on Instagram at Kevin Wu underscore. That is K-E-B-I-N-W-U-W underscore. And we'll have a chat whether or not I can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time. That is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you.